Anyway, um, yesterday I was in downtown and I was, uh, I'm really fascinated by watching people. I just love it. And one of the things that I want to do, and maybe this is, um, you won't think it's ridiculous, but I want to go to New York and I heard that a lot of crazy things about New York, especially people. Um, I just want to sit somewhere and watch people, observe people. And uh, it just uh, gives me a lot, uh, I don't know, I want to say wisdom, but I don't want to be judgmental, but I learn a lot from that. Yeah, maybe inside. Uh, anyway, so I was uh, walking on the street, on Medicine Street, towards uh, the United Center, and if you've been there, and I, um, that was very interesting, and I was being very mindful, well, sometimes I lost it, but uh, <laughs> most of the part I did good. Um, it was interesting to watch people that walk on the street and I was like, I, the two things came to my mind when I watched these people who live in the city. Um, I thought maybe they are either overachievers or biggest losers. One of the, you know, two things. Um, and then, there are so many things going on in the city and uh, so people who come and enjoy it is most of the time I think outsiders come, you know, foreigners and these people come and enjoy it and the people who live in there like, um, you know, just on the run all the time, on the go. So, I thought that um, like this is really interesting because I was, uh, I text a lot. And I was texting with a friend a couple days ago. And so he was uh, visiting California. And he was sending me these pictures. And he said, oh, this is really beautiful. You know, awesome, you got to see it. And, by, but my idea about that is a little bit different. And I think that wherever you are, you can find the beauty or the happiness. It's not necessarily beauty is within, but that how you approach to it. And so people who come from Sri Lanka thinks this is the heaven. And people who live here thinks it's the hell. <laughs> and then when you go to Sri Lanka, they think, oh, my God, this is really awesome. I want to live there. And then they have expectation. I want to next time born in Sri Lanka. But people who live there, if you sponsor them, they come here right away. So it's just the way you look at things, your perspective on things, you know. So it doesn't matter where you live, you can make it beautiful and you can enjoy it. So I'm not really into traveling, but I like to uh, see the, the, the beauty that we have already where, where I am. And I, uh, because 
the human it's a human condition i think when we 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 go somewhere and then we are excited and but it doesn't last long and it just goes away and so so people live in the cities too like and most of the people who lived in city mo you know they are most of the life and then when when they moved somewhere else the story is oh god i hate the city and i don't want to go back i like the green i like the fresh air but then people live here like myself i want to go back and live in the city so it's you know we have to like when we have these rational thoughts i think we kind of have to observe those things and you know really watch what's going on so anyway so on this street come back to uh, to this street so when when people like that i think two things uh i think that uh, something that can happen is that we become very introverted and we uh, we really don't see that how other people would feel and then how other people would you know if i were in, in that situation how would i react uh so we went to the united center and there were like thousands of people and uh, i went to a concert and uh, aerosmith was playing <laughs> <laughs> that was great and so i was there and i was sitting in this row and there were two rows uh you know front me and you know it just music took in and then the uh i hated the beer smell so people were you know and then all of a sudden like after 45 minutes people started to started to stand up and something that they don't realize is that people who are back rows cannot see and so there was a lady on my row and she got up and said hey guys we can't see could you please sit down and at that moment they were enjoying the you know they were mingling with other people and they were just enjoying the show concert and they they really didn't want to you know um to think about it and so their reaction with anger who who you are who are what do you think you are you can't tell me what to do i have paid but something that they don't realize that person has paid for that too and so and then she was you know she got frustrated and she sat down and then i thought i i saw that you know the those two rows people and they were high five and you know they thought oh we want it and we got what we want so i thought that's a it's a, it's a good point that something that i i observed when i was there uh, and the same time i was you know watching this uh thing what i realized was that that how we are not in you know in tune to how other people feel and i think it's it's very important that's that's the that's the compassion that's the that's the love and so when we are busy with other things and we really i don't think we takes time to think about these things and i i think that's why it's important to um take 
um, you know, to these things to consideration. And I remember there is a, a story uh, in Buddha's time when he was still alive that um, there was a, this monk, uh, Kashyapa, he was older than the Buddha. And so his robe, so ro- robes are not like fancy like this, these are really light. And so how they made robes is they would go to cemeteries and they would get these um, clothes that they have wrapped up these uh, dead bodies and they made robes out of those things. And it's really heavy because the fabric is not sometimes the same, you know, uh, like, like, like today and it's not really technologically done, you know, not whatever. <laughs> um, anyway, so Buddha realized that the, the monk that he was wearing this robe, it's really heavy. And he said, I think this robe is really heavy. Do you want to share it with me? And so he got the old robe and he exchanged his robe with the other person. You know, being able to understand that what the other person going through, it's very important. You don't have to go through this whole conversation. You know when people fight, what they, you know, the verbal conversation. It's like, come on people, we are here to enjoy this something else and now you are... But people are not like that. So when you are very introverted and self, you know, self, uh, what do you call it? Okay. Self... Uh, yeah, so we really don't, don't see that. I think it's, it's a very important thing to, um, you know, realize and we can we become very narrow and narrow, you know, it's me, my, I want to get what I want, I don't care about other people. So it's, it's not about that, that's why I think people, most of the time that people um, don't like the environment that they live because they don't share um, things that they have. It doesn't have to be materials, but there are so many things things that we can as humans share with each other. So, you know, that's something that I learned actually when I was down there and I was thinking um, when I have time, which is not really, I don't have any time. I, you know, I want to go down there and just walk on the streets. It would be really nice a uh, good experience just to observe people and how they you know, two things. And uh, we can broaden our awareness and we can be more open-minded and we can um, accept and we can in tune with other people and help them out. Not really materially, maybe you can't, you don't have ability to help, maybe you are weak physically, but it's still, you know, maybe just a, just a word, maybe a, a, a smile and so when I walk on the street yesterday, I think I passed thousands of people, but I don't remember a, 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 a single person smiled at me. And uh, I wasn't expecting it. I'm saying that how people don't realize that, how people get stressed out, how people don't really, you know, take time to look around and uh, see. Uh, 
wow, the amazing things that we share, you know, how um, the similarities that we have as humans. Um, so I think it's very important. So those are important things in our life if you are trying to pursue happiness. So, um, any ideas, questions? Yes. Yeah, that um, girl who couldn't see the concert because people were standing up. Um, she sat down. She was kind of mental. She had like a mental suffering. Is, is that right? She was suffering mentally. Yeah, because it's a fifty-dollar ticket. I would yeah. have to do it. <laughs> well, the the guys that were standing up and looked at her while she was suffering, if they were in tune with her mentally and could feel her suffering, if they could experience her suffering as human beings, you know, that would uh, probably give them motivation to, to sit down. Don't you think? It's, yes. I'm sorry. You see where I'm getting Yes. Here. It's a good point because, you know, when, when, the myth, when Buddha talked about Metta he brought up this point at the end. He says that we have to develop our loving kindness to up to a point that like a mom look at her child parents look at you know their child you know they want you want them to be protected you you want them to be successful and so whenever that they are going through a difficult time that you feel it and that that connection, making that connection, you know, you have to, we have to make sure that that's where my loving kindness, my path leads towards. So it, I think it's a, it's a good point. Thank you. Um, I think uh, when when we do when we do that, we see it. Yes, Sarah. Um, a few times when I, uh, a few times, well, what I do is if I meet someone. Or if I see someone, I'll say hello or not at them, and they'll stop and try looking at me, try to think, and and if they start talking, I the look on their faces, just trying to figure out if they know me. It's just people are not, I guess people are not used to someone who they don't know saying saying hello and asking how they're doing. Exactly. Yeah, we are so self-centered. And we, our world is what we know, and our relatives, you know, he looked at me and smiled at me. I don't know him. Come on, people, just get over it and just smile back. <laughs> That's what I want to say. Anyway, yes. I, I appreciate the topic you brought up. Um, from the perspective of, I've gone there. You know, I, I actually have come to the conclusion that self-centeredness is a good thing. And the reason why I've come to this conclusion is that I've empathized with people to the point that I spend a lot of time worrying about them, I try and give them a lot, and then I end up losing myself in them and losing sight of my, you know, let's say my God. So I kind of switched over to, I want to be full in my God essence, and I bless other people, but I don't, I'm not, I just don't want to get involved in their stuff anymore. 
So I really appreciate what you're saying, and I guess I'm kind of, I don't want to go there. I want to be compassionate towards them and loving of them, but I'm not going to get stuck in their stuff. I'm on to joy, peace, abundance, freedom, love. And I'll smile because I feel great, but I'm not going to get stuck in their dog. And I really think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I, this just strikes me. My daughter and I were down down yesterday too. And we were walking around. And one of the things, I'm kind of like you. I get sucked in. I can't just, I have to go to the extreme of, oh my gosh, there's four people in the So of course there are a lot of homeless people down there. And we're walking by them. And I had, I didn't even have a quarter for it. So my initial reaction is to just ignore them and pretend like they're not there because I feel bad because I can't put something in their can. But rather than getting caught up in the whole, you know, all oh, their suffering and, and literally I was the type of person to start to cry type of thing. I, I turned to her and I said, I'm not gonna just walk by and not smile at these people. Because I said to her, it must be terrible to sit there and feel like you're completely invisible. Like people are stepping over you and not even acknowledging your existence. So I kind of did that practice a little bit where I just stopped and smiled and just said, hi, you know, and maybe they had that expectation because the can started to jingle, like, thanks for the smile, but I have my can. But at least I felt like I acknowledged them, you're a person and you're here, you're not just invisible, and maybe I don't have a quarter to give you. And I felt better, like, I didn't get sucked into the whole miserable thing. I just thought, you know what, that's. I don't know what choices brought them to where they are, or, you know, what in their life brought them there, but that's all I can do right now, you know. But I totally get what you're saying. So, um, yeah, going back to your question, I think, uh, you know, there are a lot of things has to do with expectations that we expect when we love somebody or when we take care of somebody, when we worried about the world and we are expecting it to be a certain way, but it's, it's never going to happen. But it's still, we are individuals and, you know, people try to say, oh, we, we are one. I don't know, I buy it. Um, we are individuals. We have these, you know, genetic traits that we passed on and then we have other things, environmental things that we grew up with. And so these things just kicks in and we going to be who we are and we cannot change that. So when you love somebody, you should be able to love that person without judging to a fullest capacity, but it's still being able to, you know, separate when you need to make that separation. It's very important, otherwise you're going to suffer like hell, so, so, can it make sense? Yes. Um, and speaking of the, when you're talking about the concert, where, um, and I feel for that woman with the guys, not whoever it was, not sitting down, I would have trouble feeling compassion for the people who didn't feel compassion for her or didn't sit down. Yeah. That's where I would, you know, when, People do evil, not evil, in this case, not evil, but disrespectful things with, with other people. I have trouble feeling compassion for them. Uh, concerning your comment about being self-centered, 
I don't think that's being self-centered. I think that's being realistic. Um, that there's like if you I don't know how to explain it. There's there's a very important concept of, of you know personal boundaries. And if you do not have sharp boundaries as far as like what is your responsibility, what is someone else's responsibility, what's your experience, what's someone else's experience, you become completely paralyzed and ineffectual in the world. You could have, you could be so overcome with compassion that you can do nothing to help them. And so I, I don't. I think in. Um, I, I think that that's. That, that is very, uh, I think that's realistic. There's this concept that I use a lot, is that the person that's responsible for the problem is the one who has the power to change it. It's not necessarily the one who caused it, the one who's suffering, it's the one who has the power to change it. And if you're not the one who has the power to change it, then your suffering serves no purpose because it will not motivate the problem to be solved. Thank you. You know, I do want to clarify, when I mean self-centered, I mean centered in self. No, no, I, that's what I mean. Balance, yeah. right. No, yeah, you, I guess that's the wrong word. I, I guess when you said that, I thought, oh my gosh, you're, I, I had other people you thinking, oh, she is feeling badly about this one. This is exactly what right you're to do. It's exactly the right thing to do. You have to do that. Okay, so, um, well, thank you. I just want to make the last comment about uh, what Jade said. The compassion is a tricky thing because it's, it's, uh, we have to be very careful because you, you feel sympathy for that lady and you feel anger towards the other person, but you have to realize there is, a, there is this thing. That person wants to watch the, the, the show and so she is struggling with that and so you have a sympathy towards that person and you have the aversion towards that person but he the other person lack of something maybe you want to call it whatever you want to call maybe it doesn't have the wisdom or the, the smart not as smart to understand that you know could be many things so when you when you watch that without taking a bias to look at that that's where the uh, equanimity, equanimity comes in. So, you know, it's very important to keep that in mind. Otherwise, you know, we do that a lot. In order to love somebody, we, we think we have to hate somebody. Not necessarily. And I think their behavior also is not that unusual. I, mean, I remember going to concerts where nobody sat down for the whole concert and everybody danced in their seats or, or in the hallway. So it may have been their expectation that they go to the concert and they dance and they, that's how they're going to celebrate the music. You know, it would be different than going to a motion picture and standing up in the motion picture because no one expects that. <laughs> I think there were two different expectations of what was of what would have been proper behavior um, in the concert, but I don't. It's it's not depending on the group that is performing. Many times, no one sits in the concerts, so it's not an irrational thing to do. Well, uh, thank you, and uh, this is not about those people who fought. It's about you. So next time, if you ever go to Aerosmith to see at the United States Senate, <laughs> sit down. <laughs> Thank you. That was good.